0: to On the Couch, with James Field and Ian Harris.
1: Hi Ian. Hi James, how are you? <laughs> I'm, I'm not bad, actually, considering it's, oh, it's just gone 9 o'clock in the morning. Um, o'clock but o'clock anyway, o'clock. it's uh, podcast 19, I believe.
0: It is indeed. And here we are in uh, Tel Aviv.
1: Tel Aviv, indeed. And uh, we've got some gadgets to review later on, Certainly which do. we're actually... Uh, in at the moment, but in. you'll find out more about that later, <laughs> um, but we've got quite a lot of news. We do, Stacks of news, Stacks of news. Stacks of News. And so we're going to talk about the standard format stuff, which is in. what's our format?
0: Well, starting off with UK news, uh, international mm-hmm. news, talking about content, mm-hmm. IPTV, mobile, games, and any other sort of gadgets and other bits and pieces that we think are interesting.
1: Aduper. So hopefully uh, we'll give you about half an hour of a uh, bit of fun. All right. And uh, we'll try not to squeal, but we'll tell you more about that (laughs) later as well. Um, So, UK News, you picked up a little thing about uh, the BBC and Microsoft sort of jumping into bed together.
0: Well, this is interesting because uh, Mark Thompson, who's the director of New Media, Mm -hmm. um, hopped across to Seattle and had a chat with Bill. Right. And Bill said, look, mate, what you need is some really good Microsoft quality software to really enable the BBC to... Let you do everything web 2.0 and enable the internet and make everything really cool and Mark said, yep, fantastic, I'll have one of those thanks bill, and they signed an agreement saying that they are going to do, do stuff, stuff together, together, maybe whatever that means
1: i I guess fair enough, if you're sort of broadcasted like BBC, Microsoft is kind of everywhere so yes, we like like saying we're gonna not bother breathing air anymore because it's kind of everywhere you can't <laughs> you can't breathe something else so Microsoft is a key gateway to audiences that the BBC needs to reach through its web services. Blah, blah, blah. Yep. I mean, as a Mac user, I think that's a bit bizarre. But uh... And I think they have had some initiatives at the BBC to do their own stuff, haven't they? They had, the, like, the Dirac encoder to try and avoid paying royalties. Well, they were, to they were looking MPLA at their own kind and, of codec, codec, um, codec. And their the media BBC. player, the I- 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 IMP, which they're planning on coming out with.
0: Maybe they're doing something with Microsoft on that, making it a, yeah. a BBC Zoom type thing. Well you might find a lot of these things as
1: some key intellectual property that there's just no way of working around, and you kind of find that you say, "Well,
0: it's we need to do an agreement." Well, you,
1: you can't develop your own stuff because someone's got it sewn up, so you have to mm. go to to Microsoft and others. But uh, good for good for the BBC embracing it and looking forward because they've they've got a they're renewing their um, their license or charter for another ten years soon, aren't they? So I guess they have to show that they're getting ready for the next they're ten kind years, kind of yeah, moving yeah. into the new the new mm. era. Meanwhile, uh, in the US, there's been some stuff going on about uh, the transition from analog to digital.
0: Now you were talking about this on an earlier episode. This is something to do with a coupon you get when you convert to digital. Well, What's that one about? of the
1: uh, the big issues with going sort of digital is you know everyone needs a set to a box. So there's a couple of things there. One is I think we talked about it before. Again, this like the power thing. Mm-hmm. So if if everyone in the US, the average is like three or four TV sets per household. Yeah fifty million households. If every set-top box is using, yeah, I mean that's like you need a number of power stations just to convert (laughs) to digital TV, which is uh, something they didn't count on. So So how you know how's that going to work? And uh, I think there's something that happened in Italy as well. The government subsidised the distribution of set-top boxes. Yep. Um, They were actually interactive enabled with MHP, Uh, but in the US they're looking for sort of basic converter boxes, and they're coming out with the standards. uh, The sort of um, the National Association of Broadcasters. Uh, NAB and the Consumer Electronics Association of America are coming up with sort of basic standard, but they're also lobbying the government to provide it's like a forty dollar coupon or something. So, okay. and but not means assess, so everybody has the chance to get it. Right. I think this is it's going to happen everywhere. Really, that they have to.
0: Well, the government's going to have to. I mean, they're doing that in Britain as well, aren't they? At least for well, older people
1: and. Well, they've said they're going to do something, but I mean, right. uh, <laughs> it's a lot closer than I guess the US switch off when they're doing that. It's kind of. 2008, I suppose, something something like that. Britain's
0: 2012, which is...
1: Yeah. But there's the first switch off coming up uh, next year, isn't it? In um, Mm. Whitby or something. Uh, Also, South Africa announced again the sort of migration to digital. They're going to go for an aggressive 2015 date, I think. Um, (laughs) That's a long way away. (laughs) It's a long way away, but uh, I think uh, it's worth worth doing. Um, I think there's just been some changes, actually, in the whole... um, ATV licensing and deregulation right. in South Africa as well. So it's, it's quite a lot of changes going on in. Well, that, Africa that's going to be well.
0: ha- hard in South Africa, especially with you know there's a reasonably large population that don't have a lot of spare cash, and you know televisions are, you know, being a very you know commodity item, a very cheap. Mm. Any sort of digital stuff is going to be quite expensive for them in order to be able to still.
1: But the angle in South Africa, Africa is you know me. they're trying to encourage it because it's far more it's a far more efficient use of spectrum. So they can get more channels up, and I guess right. it's, uh, uh, South Africa has lots of lots of nations which need to coordinate all the frequencies and lots mm-hmm. of different areas and languages and things like that. So it's a good so way more,
0: of more bandwidth, more choice,
1: and more more opportunities mm, for, for new new people to come in. Because I guess it's typically TV comes from being a state-controlled medium, yep. and then the commercial broadcasters come in, and, yep. and different countries are at different stages of development. So uh, mm, it's
0: interesting, interesting seeing how different countries are handling the same problem.
1: Yeah, um, but it's still I mean terrestrial. It's kind of. Uh, I've spoken to some guys, uh, and they've kind of said, "Well, it's going to cost us huge amounts of money to do it. and What's? How do we make money?" And that's yeah. a, that's a tricky, it's a tricky thing.
0: Um. I think it's the governments that end up with the money when they yeah. sell the spectrum off. And
1: yeah. Um, but the for the operators, it's kind of like, well, I didn't have so much competition before, and now I've got more. <laughs> yeah, massively. <laughs> and I have to invest a whole lot in yours yeah. upgrading to digital. So uh, and you're seeing
0: that in Australia as well, as they're starting to deregulate some of the media industry and mm-hmm. seeing more channels. And the, this whole idea that they've called multi-channeling, which just means more than one channel. <laughs> um, I was imagining they must have paid lots of marketing dollars for that one, <laughs> and the, the commercial channels having to deal with the fact that you know there's just a stack more content, and how mm-hmm. do they how do they still have a commercial model that works in that in that scenario? Okay, so moving on to content delivery, um, we've got uh, some information on a new low power, basically a Bluetooth replacement from Nokia.
1: Why, I thought Nokia was involved in Bluetooth. That's why I was a bit confused I'm about this. That they're not, but because, but why Bree? What a! I mean,
0: that's another bizarre thing. Um, fun, funnily enough, there's a. This is a, it's well, a consortium, though, isn't it? It is, and there's a wireless standard called Zigbee, yeah, um, which is pretty much only used bit. for. Um, uh, home automation. Yeah, there's Z the Wave
1: and Zigbee. They're kind of mesh yeah, network things yeah. where they it's very cool, actually. The way it works very low data rate, but
0: yeah, but very reliable over
1: you know yeah. 100 meters or so, which is you know around. The home. I think you get lots of little micro receivers and they talk mm. to each other and they and pass they around. around the things. Of, yeah, and
0: exactly. So you don't have to worry about concrete mm. walls and things, which is. But it's
1: very low a low data rate. I don't know about this this Wi uh, thing. Is it?
0: Uh, uh, well, it's meant to be a meg a megabit. Yeah, um, which is uh, slightly faster than. Uh, Bluetooth, which I think Bluetooth is around 700k, around that
1: sort of So no, There's the Bluetooth EDR though, the new extended. isn't it? it's, it's extended data rate or something. Right. It's uh, like an extension of the standard. But this is, I think, the major thing here is uh, one tenth of the power. All right, um, so it's a lot so, less power. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's it's not just Nokia, it's also Epson, Broadcom, and CSR. I guess that's uh, Cambridge Silicon Radio or something, the guys who made the. Um, yeah the uh, chips and stuff but they're
0: talking about having a hybrid Wibri Bluetooth I mean why would you hybrid Wibri <laughs> what's what? a hybrid Wibri <laughs> hybrid why, why would you do both like I don't quite understand
1: maybe because you can differentiate your products
0: maybe that's yeah, what it is because today thing.
1: Bluetooth is taking a long time to get anywhere and it just seems to be, be pretty it doesn't do
0: anything except for cordless mobile phones really
1: uh, well, you got, like, I've got my GPS gadget which hooks up to my phone, and yeah, you but get you're the, special. You know, <laughs> I'm a special. I have special needs. Generally, I I'd, um, I'd think
0: Bluetooth is a, is a great idea, but I think the licensing costs. Um, I think all the
1: sensor things as well. I think that's trying to get more like smart things. They all have to talk yeah. and, and low battery power. Mm-hmm. Um, I was listening to something the other day. It was talking about the, you know, like, the iPod Nano's got this plug-in for your Nike sneakers, which I've got. Is which that I, Bluetooth? No, it uses the same... Um, so the, the uh, unlicensed, industrial scientific license, the sort of 2.4, 2.4 gigs yeah. around there. Um, but it's basically... The, the battery kind of lasts a year, or they claim if you, wow. you can actually turn it off by pressing it or something, um, but it, they claim that it'll last longer than the sneakers if you run... Jeez. as I don't run my sneakers they tend to be fairly <laughs> pristine um, but you know you could have that could have a little battery a little generator it's low power right. then the fact of you running could with a little piezoelectric generator could It'd keep it going forever well just yeah when you're running it it works so I think that's quite good the low power thing is quite key mm-hmm. um, like One the biosensors it's sensors, quite a reasonable
0: things. data rate actually for, for close devices
1: but it, that's yeah good enough for transferring mm. things between friends. Is like the Zune is supposed to be able to transfer stuff, you know, songs mm. to gifting them to yep. friends and let them try them try before you buy.
0: Mm. It's funny. Mm. There seems to be two efforts. One is on in low power devices mm. that's with small data rates, and the other is ultra wideband, where they ultra wideband where you really want to replace USB, mm. USB two, so at least you know 480 megabits. And there's this other thing it HD. refers to
1: here NFC, which is for wireless smart card commerce. Which I guess is things like in London they have the. Um, the oyster cards, oyster cards, and yeah. in Hong Kong where I was, they had the uh, the octopus card. But that, that's a more mm-hmm. of a Sony thing. So maybe this is just a could be used for something else. Not phones, not necessarily competing mm-hmm. with. Um, but I know in Korea the phones you can use them as wireless payment devices as well. Really, that's cool. So you just you actually put, put your against phone, something, yeah, against the vending machine or whatever, and you oh. can. Um, so that's very Maybe cool. it's maybe the focus isn't on data. Maybe it's just on mm-hmm. on transactions and stuff because maybe Bluetooth isn't secure enough or something. Is it? Have to look into mm-hmm. Watch that one anyway. Looks that's interesting. interesting. So, um. Also, this thing from some kind of Mickey Mouse device.
0: Mickey Mouse, yes. Disney's released their own portable media player. Quite how this sits in
1: the content section, I'm not sure, but we'll, we'll spin it around there shortly. Well, exactly. <laughs> well, Disney obviously is a major content kind of player, right?
0: Absolutely, so, and they're looking um, to uh, try to find other ways of getting mm-hmm. their content into... Well, getting pe- more people to pay for their content in yeah. more. So in they come up with a ways. thing which is
1: like a, an iPod video for kids. And it looks quite cute, actually. It's called a Disney... Mix Max, right? Mix Max, yeah. It's got the same kind of. We worked at the same same size screen as the uh, iPod the video, one? the current one. Yep. Except um, it's in
0: a, it's in a kind of like normal sort of PMP, you know, horizontal form yeah. factor as a person. But the control
1: the, looks like Mickey Mouse. It does with the big ears, and yeah. it sounds a bit wacky, but you'll have a look at the show notes, <laughs> have look, and you can yeah, have a look at the <laughs> Have a look at the show notes, and you'll see what it is. Um, one thing there was also uh, on the sort of Disney related thing, and maybe they going into mobile-ish mm-hmm. about the uh, ESPN mobile or mobile ESPN canning that service yeah. in the U.S. They, they launched yeah, a whole thing.
0: Disney, you own ESPN. Yeah. Um, who, uh, they had this service called Mobile ESPN where you could actually watch ESPN on your mobile, Disney mobile. Um, and it was a fairly, I, mean, I think that's one of the first real you know, general commercial deployments of a um, mobile television service mm-hmm. um, to customers, especially in the U.S., um, and it was, I, I think they did a lot of learning through this. Um, the that's, process of trying to. You
1: sound like the marketing department at We did a lot of learning through this, which <laughs> is like, and they've closed it down. You know, it's like, well, basically, it. it didn't work. That's it. Um, There's only so much money that 20 somethings who are into sports are going to spend. And, you know, well, this is
0: it. I, I'm actually beginning to think that mobile TV, I don't know, does it have a future? Do you think people will watch TV it's, on their It's all
1: about, you know, it's, it's like cool technology, but when does it fit into your
0: busy life? That's right, and for people that are new stuff, you can't make new time. That's right, and, and if you're on, I mean, if you're on the train, you don't get mobile reception on trains in the UK. So, true. yeah, I I just don't know how it's going to oh, work.
1: Yeah, that's certainly on the tube. I suppose they need to just maybe the, maybe that's the the trains. I was speaking to a guy yesterday. You know, he said he almost studied through university on his, on the train because he spent so long going to and from university on okay. the train. He read all the books and stuff. I mean, that's so why
0: that's why the iPod works because it, it allows you to use it or enhance the time that you already have so you add music to something you're already doing wherever mm. you are as opposed to um, you know needing while kind of reception and sort of having useful, to sit is there it? And, I mean, well, I it's entertaining <laughs> <so, so> I <it's, laughs> whole point is meant to be entertaining <laughs> you could be listening to a podcast
1: like this exactly <laughs> um, so, so it's yeah. been they're shutting so the it down it's Disney thing but it's like 100 bucks Twenty, oh, sorry, bucks. We're back, we're back on 20 bucks for the movies, and so it's a vehicle to sell movies to kids, right? right
0: so we're back on the uh, the mix max,
1: yeah, yeah, mix. the Mickey Mouse thing. Um,
0: yeah, so, so twenty dollars for a movie is reasonably comparable with a DVD. Yeah, yeah. Um, and There's a little memory stick you can plug in. And <laughs> Except the screen is slightly smaller than a DVD. Uh, yes, somewhat. Yeah,
1: hmm.
0: but more portable. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll see how that goes. It'll be interesting because the device is only a hundred dollars, which is you know very cheap for a device yeah. that can. And it has that sort of capacity. And it has
1: got that Tinkerbell engraving on the back.
0: Um, which is definitely a selling point. I'm yeah,
1: not sure. I, well, maybe it works for me, I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> what else have we got here? Oh, um, Sling Box. Yes. Sling Media have come out with loads of new, um, new boxes. Loads of new boxes. Uh, aiming, interestingly enough, to try and address high definition or something?
0: I think the high definition one's coming out next year in the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, but clearly, uh, you know the the, the sling box, You know, the the point of the whole slingbox is to be able to move your media.
1: Yeah, the place shifting Place shifting.
0: And uh, they're obviously doing well enough to start putting out a range of devices now. So there's ones with with tuners, without tuners. The new one coming out next year has a not an HDMI connector, but something like an HDMI connector. So you can. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it says. <laughs> to, um, so it's just different. Add on. Uh, I presume it's component.
1: Oh no, because they're going to add a, an HD Connect add-on, which provides a set of HD-ready component video input and output
0: ports. Okay. So I've seen a component video input. That's yeah, that's interesting because yeah. we were talking about trying to get HD content around the place. And
1: yeah, but it's not going to be HD, is it? I mean, maybe maybe they haven't the cost of encoding HD. I thought you need some fair. Is, it, is the sling box using MPEG four? Is it using MPEG two? I think it's MPEG four, right? I would have thought it be MPEG four. Yeah, I think they're using that Da
0: Vinci. The chip looks pretty. Good. Yeah. Um, so you need some fair processing yeah, power. I think the, the
1: g- boxes look kind of quite slingy, like the gold bar yeah, the kind of strange. Um, I'm not sure about this.
0: Really?
1: Watching the whole point of watching HD is having great looking pictures. You're going to play shift your HD and watch someone. It's going to look. <laughs> it's going to look <laughs> it's crap. It it's going to look, look so.
0: Uh, yeah, I think you're right about the HD one. Like the whole, the whole reason why the Slingbox is done well is that you know when people are travelling, they can mm. still watch their you know home local programs wherever yeah. they are. And um, if uh, you've got the upstream bandwidth
1: that's the thing, you still
0: need that upstream bandwidth, which is normally I guess cable people. Yeah, and th- <clears> in the US, the stacks of cable people, so that's yeah, that's quite yeah. yeah. Um, it's quite easy. So consistent. I think you're right about uh, the HD support, but um, yeah, well, we'll see. Yeah. Huh.
1: Now, also Microsoft, obviously. We've, mm. we've done a lot of Microsoft in this episode, there is a bit of Microsoft. Yeah. We haven't talked um, about them for a
0: while.
1: I was interested to see... I heard about a service they've got, which is... Um, they're calling Soapbox, rather imaginatively. Um, and it's user-generated content, the old UGC maxim. They're trying to sort of mm-hmm. do the YouTube, um, the Goober What's type What's their thing. take
0: on it, though? What are they going to offer that uh, YouTube um, doesn't?
1: Good question. Good question. Um, obviously, it's going to be tied in with... Um, Windows Media,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and you can use your Windows Media service, and it'll be integrated with MSN. Okay, um, so maybe it's
0: better quality because you know the YouTube's all Flash Media Player, which is all fairly well. It's simple. just not
1: Microsoft, is it? I guess they've got the audience. Most people who, who the people who don't know how to change their browser homepage.
0: Mm-hmm. They're all so ending what, up on MSN.
1: Yeah, they end yeah. up on MSN, and this will be the, maybe the first taste yeah. of user-generated content. So there's an opportunity for Microsoft. They've got that very powerful
0: mm. bringing people mm. in sort of approach. Um, I did read a review of it that said that um, it was perfectly fine, as in it works, does the job, but... Um, but people have to upload content. <laughs> everybody's already on YouTube. You're not going to upload it twice, yeah. so...
1: I don't know, on the MSN, do they have, a, like, like, a little advertising banner they wrapped do. around they it?
0: They do, so maybe they can use that
1: to... Yeah, to push stuff and, in. you know, look at this, the top 100 or whatever. Mm. Yeah, it's... Why not? I mean, how they make money, it's like the same mystery as to how YouTube will make money.
0: Again, yes, exactly. Or not,
1: uh, so... But, the, you know, they're obviously
0: wanting to be in that space, and it um, shows you that... Um, user generated content is starting to change the world. Ish.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There's only so many times you can watch Shakira rip-offs, mash-ups, or whatever. Um, Okay, um, mobile, we talked a little about the Disney thing already, I guess we've done that. Uh, Games, um, I saw a little snippet about the the PSP, we've both got PSPs, I haven't Mm -hmm. looked at mine for a while, Mm. Um, but they're coming out, they announced a a GPS thing and they've re-announced this GPS add-on. For the PSP, which I guess will turn it into like a, presumably a car navigation type of thing. That would be cool. Um, And, but I think it's telematics, the art of sort of knowing where you are and doing something with it. So they're coming out with a couple of games. One was called Everybody's Golf, which is Mm -hmm. allegedly offers you, wherever you are in the world, will offer you a local golf course that you can play on your PSP. Right, Not so you quite couldn't sure. just choose one off a menu. I think the intersection of people that travel a lot and play the PSP and do <laughs> golf must be a fairly niche market. I guess, but
0: yes. um, But there must be some really cool things you could do with GPS access within a game. You know, multiplayer stuff. Well, you, know, you could see the
1: Tiger Telematics, the guys who crashed their Ferrari, the guy who crashed, oh, yeah, crashed yeah. the Ferrari, he was, yes. owned, was owned by the Bank of Scotland or something. and <laughs> mm-hmm. I guess he's locked up now. I haven't heard much about it. Yes. But um, they had the, the Tiger thing, which was. A, Apparently a big scam, um, but that had a GPS in it and
0: oh, the GPS, Gizmondo uh, GPRS,
1: thing. GPS, Giz Gizmondo. Yeah, Gizmondo, yeah. yeah but
0: it was a cool little device. It just. Did tried you ever seen one? Yeah, I did. Yeah? yeah, the the screen was just too small for the games that it was trying I think to play. The
1: games were a bit crappy. Games as well.
0: were absolutely terrible. Um, but the GPS stuff seemed to work okay, and it, and it had mobile yeah. phone access, so you could you would think you could be doing some cool things with that. Yeah. But um, it never quite made it. But, but
1: yeah, the um, other game is this Have you ever played any Metal Gear Solid stuff?
0: No. It's uh, it's kind of like
1: a you kind of Rainbow around. Six kind of... Okay, running around shooting people. It's like a Special Forces okay. chap who's got issues. <laughs> um, but they're going to yeah. do this Metal Gear Solid portable operations. So, right. you know, wherever you happen to be. So, you know, we're in Tel Aviv, so we'd maybe have a raid on
0: Tebby or something like <laughs> that. I don't know. Um, but you think, like, multiplayer stuff would be very cool because, you know, the PSP has wireless. It's got GPS as well. I presume you'd have to be outside for GPS, that's the only thing. Not
1: necessarily, they're really super sensitive ones. No, right, you can, you can you work, can work well. you know, inside, really, wow. really low signal strengths, once they've got a lock. Um, but I think it's a bit of a gadget. I'll have to get one.
0: Of course. <laughs> <laughs> I don't it does if you know, good you navigation to, stuff. You have to
1: accessorize your PSP. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if it does good car navigation and they've got
0: maps for. Yeah, and you're carrying it around anyway, then. Cool. Exactly. Just put it in the car. You've got to imagine though that the the actual you could do some great graphics doing you know GPS navigation. Mm. You now, like I've got a TomTom, which is fantastic, but you know it's relatively simple what it actually displays. Right. On the PSP, with its graphical capability, you'd think you could do some really smooth kind of you know scrolling and rotating and all sorts of stuff. Right.
1: Um, what, oh, well, there's also second, no, no podcast will be complete without some Second Life antics. <laughs> what's um, I mean, Second Life? And I don't know if you you, you hadn't heard of this. The Google SketchUp program, which is like a, oh, what's it's that? a, One of these free Google Labs kind of things. Someone's
0: like a painting program
1: or something. No, it's a it's a 3D modeling thing. So you can right. you can do your. Know, do a 3D model of your house or okay. something like that or in your garden and, and. Yeah, and you can, what you can do is you can actually then make models and you can submit them to the, the Google community, oh there goes an aeroplane um, <laughs> and once you've submitted the, uh, the stuff you can get models from other people but now you can import those models some guys worked out to import them into Second Life
0: okay so you can actually transfer those models into your yeah, you can you model
1: your house and you could go and live in it in your Second Life <laughs> there you go. Um, but you can make it better presumably yes, you or can. something so that's quite interesting it's, it's a it's an early beta apparently so it doesn't really transfer them very well so maybe your house might not look quite the same but uh <laughs> i guess for people who can who aren't into scripting right, learning so a second scripting. you can just draw something right. and put it straight in uh, i guess that's a big challenge for these um virtual realities how do you populate the world other than mm. it's just a, a flat void mm. so you have to build stuff mm. and, but lots of people are doing that um Gadget-wise, you've got to tell me about this. This is a thing you thought your parents would probably buy you for Christmas, but yes. you hope not. What is it?
0: <laughs> it's called a DVD rewinder. So, you know when you've watched a movie? Yeah. And you need to rewind your DVD? No. <laughs> well, you, apparently you need one, so you can actually put your DVD into the DVD rewinder, and it rewinds it for you. And makes a noise, apparently. A uh, rewind noise, yes. Um, which I think... Um, uh, you see, I think my How does this product would, see the light of day? I think it's a it's it's a joke, right? I mean, it's it's, it's a real product, but it's you know not meant to be particularly <clears> serious. <throat> I don't think. Does it does it also fast forward? Uh, no, it only rewinds. Oh, unfortunately, okay. yes. It's not just a novelty,
1: apparently. Though it does have utility. That being a little drawer where you can put paper clips in.
0: What is that clicking noise? Is that you?
1: I'm having my back massaged. <laughs> Oh, so, that's a far more can exciting we, gadget. Can we... Shall I turn that off? Turn that off. Oh. Ah! <laughs> Hang on. Ah, there we go. Um oh, Yeah, Yeah, um, <clears throat> so we're not actually on a couch today, are we, In?
0: Uh No. No, we're so, definitely not on a couch We're actually today. sitting
1: in some American comfort massage chairs. Uh, Indeed, which,
0: which sounds... This all sounds rather kinky, but... It
1: does. And that squeaky leather feeling? Well, that's all the leather <laughs> massage chairs. So... <laughs> I don't know why they. I think they, it's one of the good marketing things. They call them American Comfort because
0: they're quite uncomfortable. <laughs> they're not actually all like good in, but when. Especially you, <laughs> when you put it in kidney punch mode. <laughs> What's got kneading, tapping, Ooh. rolling. Section massage. I don't know what this width adjustment is. Um, That's got to be bad. No, they're quite.
1: It's the kind of thing that you'd use in an airport lounge where we are at the moment, but. Would you have one at home? Would you have a gadget but like this? These a, things are expensive, are they? These expensive. are kind of like.
0: Like what? thousands and thousands.
1: And dangerous as well, I think, in the wrong hands. Um, but nice to sort of as a morning wake up squeeze.
0: Ah. Um, so uh, so that's kind of the end of the show today, basically, isn't it? It is indeed. So uh, thanks for putting up with our uh, trying to record this in the airport lounge it's on nice our way between
1: several places. Yeah. And uh, we'll catch up with you next week. Any feedback you've got, please send us some. Yeah, on... got some good feedback.
0: So send it to feedback at onthecouchpodcast.com. I'll leave you to your yes, massage, James. Leave
1: me to my kidney-punching, kneading, tapping Fantastic Cheery bye Alright, cheers, bye now oh, What are you doing there? There's a vibrator <laughs> Did You <hear> <laughs> massage twice I think we'll have to review this as a gadget
0: Exactly oh, a Double bubble